and welcome to the Practical Prophetic, where prophetic ministry is made practical. I'm Beth Wingate, I'm your host, and welcome to the podcast. Last week on our podcast, we talked about prophetic reception and how that the Holy Spirit mainly talks to us through our five senses. And so I thought this would be a wonderful opportunity for an interview. I'd like to interview my pastor who's just written a 30-day devotional book called Sharpening Your Spiritual Senses by Shane Bearden. And so I would uh, like to welcome and introduce my pastor, Pastor Shane. Thank you for being with us. Fantastic. Beth, thank you so much. Uh, for inviting me uh, to be on this. I think it's great when God's people use uh, any and every uh, tool at their disposal uh, to be able to uh, spread the word and uh, good teaching. And I know you are someone who provides that on many different platforms. I really appreciate uh, the gift that you are to the kingdom, especially with something like this. Thank you, and thank you for being on the podcast. Um, we've I've sat under your teaching now for about three and a half years. It's wow. been a real, real blessing, yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe some of it has been. Wow, I can't believe. No, it's all here. good. It's all good. <laughs> good. good. Well, I, I appreciate it. Well, I, I love you and your family, and uh, particularly your mom. What a blessing she is to so many. Yes, yes. Thank you. Well, I wanted to talk to you about your book, Sharpening mm-hmm. Your Spiritual Senses, because we're talking about prophetic reception and our five senses. And uh, it's I've, I've enjoyed reading it. I've actually looked through it a couple of times, and uh I'll, I'll highlight one thing I loved, which says, you only receive what you perceive. I thought that was a really fantastic quote to take away from it. So I just thought I'd let you just talk and talk about your book and share some of the stories. And Absolutely. Yeah, in the introduction, uh, I write about, and this is just how I kind of develop the whole idea of, uh, you know, talking about the senses, the five senses that we have in the natural uh, you know, mirroring what uh, exists in the supernatural realm. Uh, you know, of course, I, I believe everything in the natural is telling a story of something in the supernatural. And in the same way that we have five senses, uh, naturally, I believe you can sharpen your spiritual senses, hence the title of the book. But um, yes, the onus for that came from the story of when uh, John the Baptist is has been imprisoned. And uh, in spite of the fact that he had such incredible faith, uh, virtually every other time he's mentioned uh, in the Bible, uh, in this particular spot, and this is what I love about the Bible, it, it, it really gives us the ups and the downs, the highs and the lows uh, right. of, of people that it shares, and, and this is a low for John, uh, and understandably so. I think sometimes we judge people a little harshly, <laughs> when if you put yourself in the story, you really won't, uh, you, you will, you'll be much more Uh, understanding of the situation, but this is a low for John, and he sends his disciples to Jesus uh, to ask a question that, though it it does show that he's having a, a, you know, a bump in the road with his faith, uh, but it's real. You know, he simply says, are you the one, or should we look for another? And if you'll stop right there in the story and think about everything that Jesus could have said to them, there's, I mean, there's Mm -hmm. no, he could have, uh, you know, talked about how things were when he was there, when the worlds were created. Uh, He could have spoken any number of mysteries to them that no doubt would have been mind-blowing. But what he chose to to tell them, the the tool that he put in their hand um, as he would send them back to John to help John through uh, this very trying moment 
uh, with his faith is he told them, you go tell John what you have seen and heard. Wow. Uh, yes. And that's what was powerful to me. He, he did not give them secondhand information, though, let's all admit secondhand information from, <laughs> from Jesus. That's pretty uh, good. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. You know, he, he could have, uh, he could have told them, you know, what the stars look like, what the universe looks like when it was first spoken into existence. But instead he recognized, uh, that very principle that you can only receive what you perceive. And, right. uh, he knew that what they had perceived themselves, you know, what they had seen with their own eyes, what they had heard with their own ears, was going to be the offer the greatest depth of truth, and he knew that's what John was needing. Um, you know, there's sometimes you, you don't need a, a, for lack of a better expression, a regurgitated word. Uh, right. You know, sometimes you need a word for you. Um, right. You need something that is that that is uh, as true as something can be, and that's the state that John was in. And uh, Jesus knew the only way I'm going to be able to relay. The, the, the best information to him that he needs in such a trying moment through these disciples, through these unnamed disciples, uh, is to hope that they had received and thus perceived the right information and, and draw on that. And so I think when, uh, you know, the, the onus is that we all need to have a personal encounter with Christ. And that was really the, the overriding arc of the book is that I wanted people um, to be challenged, you know, and it's just a 30 day devotional book. Um, I don't claim to be some great author. It's a skill that I am honing, uh, for sure with the help of others. Um, but I thought, you know, if, if you can sit down each, each day is just broken down to, I think you can really knock through it in five or 10 minutes. And the goal is just to be able to sit down and recognize, uh, you know, as the days go by that, uh, you know, I, it, it really is going to come down to what I know and what I have perceived, <laughs> Right. Uh, about Christ. And that's, you know, that builds you up as as not only just an individual of faith, as a personal, you know, son or daughter of God, but then as it relates to you sharing your faith. And as, and you know this, Beth, we, we teach and preach this at our church constantly, that we constantly to be looking outward and, and giving, and that uh, Sunday is not a day where you go to recoup from everything that happened the previous week. It's rather the first day of your week. It's where you go get equipped to go out uh, into the world and, and, and take the world by storm and go, you know, spread the good news to those that that need it. But the only way we can do that is if we ourselves have perceived with our own senses uh, what Christ has done in our life. And so just when I read that story, it, that was I was hooked. I thought, OK, I, this is a teaching I've got to develop. And thankfully, it developed into a book. Right. Well, that's actually what we talked about last week. We talked about prophetic uh which basically just means inspired of the Holy Spirit. Sometimes right. we make the word prophetic very mystical, right. but we we can only um, we can, you know we receive information through the two most basic ways would be reception and transmission. And you right. cannot transmit what you have not received. And so uh, we have like to that. be able to hear from the Word, and we have to be able to understand that Jesus is the Word. A lot of people don't have that revelation that Jesus and the Word are one and the same. Right. Right. And, you know, it, something else, let me say this, uh, Beth, it's something also that I think this is the, the state of much of the body of Christ. As I began to study the individual senses, um, not only was I excited about how once you begin to lean into um, having that this kind of understanding and lean into that you 
uh, you know, that your senses will sharpen uh, if you if you seek to sharpen them, if you'll let the Holy Spirit begin to do that in your life and be be aware of that. But um, I was excited on that part. But then I was I really felt like I received a warning from the Holy Spirit, particularly when I began to study the sense of smell. Uh, oh, wow. Jesus told, you know, John's disciples, tell them what you've seen and heard. He didn't tell them, you know, go tell them what you smell. Uh, <laughs> that, would be, that would be unusual. <laughs> but, but keeping with just, you know, looking at all the senses, I, I ran across a story. And you know what? I can't even really, this was years ago um, that I was told this, but I was told about a, of a group of missionaries that uh, they went somewhere uh, to a village in Africa. And one of these places that had not been reached, uh, you know, with the message of the gospel. And when they went there, the village literally was built around, not just beside, but around uh, a landfill. Essentially, they would just take all of their garbage and and refuse and dump it in, in, you know, in one place. And their huts and whatnot was just literally built uh, around that. And when the missionaries first went in, um, they were just overtaken by this horrendous smell. And I know this is not the most pleasant story, but yeah, the point le- okay. leading, yeah. leading, leading up to it, um, they could hardly go in and you know strike up any conversations um, with the villagers that were there because of the the pungent smell uh, that that was just overtaking. But as time went on, uh, and oh, and let me say this: when, however, they when they did finally work through it, and some of them had to wear masks and and that kind of thing, they noticed that the villagers were completely unfazed by it. Uh, it mm-hmm. was like they, they couldn't even they couldn't even smell it. And then as time went on, what the missionaries began to realize is that they began to acclimate. And toward the last few days that they were there, they couldn't even smell anything bad at all. And the sense of smell teaches us something. Uh, right. is that, and this is just a story for so many people is that you can grow accustomed to um, particularly bad smells. Uh, you know, it's almost yeah. as though you, you can't smell it. It's something that, you know, it, if you don't sharpen that, if you don't daily, uh, you know, try to understand by the leading of the Holy Spirit what that particular spiritual sense is trying to tell you. If you don't use it, you lose it. And yes. uh, I think far too often, and as much as I was excited about how, wow, if I lean into, okay, God, what am I, you know, what am I seeing today? What am I hearing? What am I feeling today? Um, But then I I think far too often the body of Christ in particular, uh, and you know, now Beth, you know, I'm fluent in redneckery and I'm just a Southern (laughs) preacher. I will, you know, just, there's a lot of, as my grandmother would say, there's a lot of stank in our lives sometimes that we're ignoring and uh, that we've just gotten accustomed to uh, because we start losing that sense. And so, and as much as this excited me, to know that the Holy Spirit would would call me and then thus everyone who reads the devotional book to sharpen their spiritual senses. Uh, they can also become very, very dull if you don't seek to sharpen them. And that's 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 my prayer and hope for everyone who would go through the 30 day devotional book is that theirs would certainly be sharpened uh, as opposed to being dulled. Yes, absolutely. That's I, I think that's my daily. Dev- I recommend devotionals to a lot of people. We have to do things every day to continually sure. renew our mind every day. Absolutely. Uh, one of the things I wanted to talk to uh, talk with you about in the book, too, is uh, you had told some stories in the book. And one that stood out to me about you going to a school. And, and I know you preached that on a Sunday and it left an impact on me. That story. Um, and I'll try to tell it without crying. Uh, because almost every time I've shared this story, which has been a number of times now, uh, it still it still gets me to this day. But uh, that was an unusual day 
uh, because this was when um, some of our kids, I think our youngest was still in uh, actually in elementary school. Uh, so it's been a number of years now as, as uh, soon we're about to have them all in college or high school. But wow. <laughs> I had been, I had a whole day planned out. I'm, I'm known for being pretty meticulous about my schedule and uh, I don't like things to change and shift. Although with being a pastor, you have to stay pretty flexible. Um, but this particular day, uh, I know two meetings first, first thing as the day started off, um, had, had, had to be rescheduled. And uh, so I was already a little bit uh, agitated. Uh, I <laughs> type, pe- type A. <laughs> yeah, I know the people that know me are going to be stunned to hear that I would be agitated about something like that. But nevertheless, um, I was. And then right uh, late morning, uh, my wife texted me and said, um, look in your, the back seat of your car and see if there's a lunchbox. And, of course, I turned around and looked, and there was. And um, our one, one of our, I think it was our youngest, had, had left her lunchbox. And she said, you need to take that to the school uh, she has early lunch, so so get that there if you can. So not only two meetings had been blown <laughs> up, now I'm having to double back and travel all the way back to uh, from from my office to the school where our, our kids attended the elementary school. And so I'm in this uh, flustered state, and so I pull in the parking lot, and I'm trying to hurry because I have a third meeting that I'm needing to get to, and I'm hoping it's not going to get uh, messed up. So I, I grab the lunchbox, I get out, and I'm I'm in such a state, I'm I'm going so quickly, trying to hurry that I'm not even really paying great attention to, to what's going on around me. And I almost missed this as I was going through the front door. The principal of the elementary school, who is a great Christian lady, um, is walking out with a, an older gentleman, uh, looked to be a, a grandpa and, uh, and, and a young boy. And the young boy is just beside himself weeping. Mm, yeah. uh, he's just to, to the point, as a matter of fact, trailing the principal was uh, the resource officer, police officer that's there at the school, and the, the counselor of the school. And so immediately, I'm thankfully, I'm snapped out of my uh, the, the state that I was in, worrying about right. my schedule, and, and I'm, I'm drawn to this situation. And we were really, we just met one another. Uh, I was going in the door, and they were coming out. And uh, they're gathering around the young man uh, because he is just at the point of hyperventilating. He's crying so hard. And the principal turns, and, and of course, she knows me and, and knows that I'm, I'm a pastor, and she just immediately just turns around and says, can we pray? Without even greeting or anything, she just says, just so distraught, she says, can we pray um, with this with this young man? Well, Pastor Shane, will you pray with him? And I said, well, well sure. And I, of course, I had a look on my face like, you know, what's going on? And she turns around and tells me that they've just told the young man that his mother had passed away. Wow. And and, you know, and then, of course, I just uh, very quickly, I'm struck by how unusual it was that I would actually be standing there in that moment, because I realized all the sequence of events uh, that had led me to be standing there at that moment. That was really that hit me pretty quickly. I thought, right. wow, you know, maybe. And, you know, me, Beth, I'm, I'm not everything is an angel or a demon, but I do believe in divine setups. For right. Sure. Absolutely. And, and I totally, in that moment, just realized that that this had been a divine setup. And if God had to wreck my schedule to 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 have me to stand there so that I could pray for this young man, so being and I actually just to tell the whole story, I got a little convicted because I thought, you know, about how bad an attitude I had been having uh, about my schedule. And uh, I've really challenged myself daily when things start going wrong like that to, uh, you know, to say, hey, this this might be a divine setup. You know, you you need to be ready for in this moment. So. I tried to let all of the 
the frustration that I was experiencing just immediately melt away. Right. And I totally focused in on this young man. And I just knelt down. Um, I just got on, on my knees and got eye level with him. And uh, to this day, I can still hear his breath, the way he was breathing. Uh, it was so rapid. And, and everyone, we were concerned that he would that he would pass out. And I just reached and put my hand right on his little heart. And wow. this is why I put this... Um, this story under the, the section of the book that deals with touch. Um, because the Bible says in Hebrews that, that our high priest, which is Jesus yes. is touched with the feeling of our infirmities. Um, you know, and, and I, I would remind, you know, the readers and, and the listeners, you know, purposefully, you know, purposefully Jesus, Jesus purposefully lets our pain touch him. He reaches his hand out in the same way that I reached my hand and laid it on that young man's heart on purpose. Um, Jesus reaches and touches our pain. And when I when I placed my hand on the young man's chest, I could feel his heart was pounding so hard that I could feel his heartbeat uh, on, on the palm of my hand. It, and wow. it actually it paused me just for a second because it was disturbing. Because not only was his breathing to the point to where we thought that he, you know, might hyperventilate or pass out, I yeah. realized that his heartbeat was even elevated. His heart rate was up, and uh, I was taken aback just for a second, and and so so thankful uh, for the anointing, uh, for the leading of the Holy Spirit in a moment like that, because it was not lost on me that number one, this young man would never forget the day he was at school. And right. the day that they had to walk in and tell him. And as the, I kind of got some of the backstory, he knew that his mom was in the hospital. They didn't quite know um, that it was as life-threatening as it turned out to be. Um, you know, but nevertheless, it, it was this shocking moment where it, it, he had to be told right then and there. I don't I think they That's tried right. their best to, you know, pull him off to the side. But nevertheless, he was just old enough, uh, you know, to, to, to realize what, what had happened, obviously. And uh, it wasn't lost on me that he'll never forget the moment that his grandpa had to come in and tell him that his mother was had died. But then I thought, you know, maybe he'll also never forget that there was a pastor, you know, a a man of God, though I may have been frustrated and I may have, you know, I didn't ace the test on this day uh, because I let my frustration, you know, lead up to the very moment. But thankfully, I just yielded to the Holy Spirit and I placed my hand and I just you can't imagine feeling that he was, you know, first or second grade, just feeling his heart beating so fast mm. in the palm of my hand. I can just, I could feel it. And it just gave me revelation as what it means when, when Jesus touches our pain, um, right. my heart, uh, it was so weird. My heart began to elevate. Wow. And, you know, when you, when you're in a moment of duress and, you know, when you're, you're, you're feeling an emotion for someone. And so I could feel his heart pounding on my hand. I could feel my own heart pounding in my chest. And I just prayed, under the leading of the Holy Spirit to the best of my ability and beyond. I just believe the Holy Spirit helped me pray words. And over, over about a minute's time of praying his, his heartbeat, I literally could feel his heartbeat begin to slow and his breath normalize. And, um, Everyone was crying. It was just, it was such a moment, such a moment. And the darkest moment of his life, Jesus 
met him there, but he had to, he he uses people, he uses us. And that's really the whole point of this podcast. You know, what you thought was a disruption to your day was actually a Holy Spirit setup so that the Lord could use you to, to bring Jesus to him in that situation in the form of a pastor or or a Christian or a believer. And that's the whole point of this podcast is uh, it's an extension of, of my Bible study and just to teach people what I call prophetic evangelism, yes. um, that, that we're just, that's one of the things that drew us to, to your church, uh, was your heart for people and evangelism and winning the lost. And I believe that, uh, Jesus, that's how he ministered was prophetically. I think of the woman at the well, he knew things about her that only the Holy spirit revealed to him. And right. so, uh, the Holy spirit guides and leads us and hopefully out of that comes ministry to people. I believe God wants to use everyday people in everyday situations. The pastor can't go everywhere. He can't go necessarily into your, you know, the workplace or, or wherever. And so we should be, uh, as Christians, being used of God every day, if, it, if for nothing else, just to show God's love. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And and I want to encourage everyone who if, if who hears that story and if they're touched by that story, uh, remember that. I hope everyone would do better than I did on that day. Uh, I, you know, I, I have said before when I've preached that story, I wish I had woken up that day and immediately known that there was, you know, just sensed it by the spirit that there was going to be, uh, you know, a big moment where I would need to be right. as sensitive as I could be. Uh, you know, but that's, that's why we learn. That's why we go, you know, I'm reminded of the story where the prophet uh, and his uh, and his assistant, as it were, are are being pursued by an enemy and find themselves surrounded. Um, you know, and the, the the his servant comes to the prophet and says, you know, we're surrounded. You know, what what are we going to do? And and the prophet is able to look at him and you know and pray a prayer. God open his eyes, and then upon wow. praying, you know, he he's able to see that there's a there's an angelic army of of God's fire that is surrounding the thing that is surrounding them. He has his eyes open to see what's actually um, going on. And that that's on that day, I wish I had had better vision, uh, you know, to be able to see what was actually going on that day. There was a bigger, there was a bigger battle taking place that day than just over right. keeping my schedule right on the calendar. There was a, you know, a, a well, battle that, over that young man's soul. But we have to also be willing to see, I like, I'm going to quote another part out of your book, it says, what our senses perceive in the spirit realm determines the level of power we weld in the earth. That's, that's really powerful quote, because that's exactly, the Lord had to open your eyes to that situation so that you could minister to him. That's an awesome example. Well, actually our time is up. I enjoyed this conversation. I love the book. I'm looking forward to your next book. And thank you That's for being a, on the podcast with me. <laughs> oh, well, you're probably being a little prophetic there yourself. About that. Yes, I do. Plan Absolutely. To, to, to keep writing, I'm going to continue to hone on the skill. But I hope everyone uh, is 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 truly touched by uh, the devotional book. And I appreciate the opportunity to come on here and just talk a little about a little bit about the things that impacted me as as I wrote it and lived it. And thank you so much again, Beth, for yes, all that you and- do for the kingdom and our church. Yes, thank you. And where can we get the book? Could you tell us the website real quick? Uh, yes, they can. anyone can just go to our church's website, www.flowchurch.tv. You can send a message there. Uh, that website is under a little uh, renovation taking place, and so there will soon be a tab uh, that will be set up there. But uh, otherwise, they can just send a message to the church and, and request a hard copy, and uh, we can get that to them. And I'll put the link in the description. Thank you so much.
for awesome. being on my Thank podcast. You so Thank I you. It. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, I hope you enjoyed my interview with my pastor, Shane Bearden, pastor of the devotional book, Sharpening Your Spiritual Senses. I enjoyed the book. I enjoyed the interview. And I want to use this as an opportunity to encourage you as you go about your daily life to allow the Lord to use you. You know, we can get, just like Pastor Shane, caught up in our busyness and in our own plans and, and just doing life. And sometimes we can miss opportunities, but um, I just believe if you would pray and ask the Lord to, to, to help sharpen your senses, to make us perceptive, uh, to help us that when opportunities present themselves, that we will, we will be uh, available for the Lord to use us, that the Lord wants to use us. You know, one of the whole reasons for this podcast is just to to help uh, explain all the different ways that the Lord speaks to us and, and, and that we receive inspiration from the Holy Spirit, just like the word we've been studying, the word Nava, that, uh, that's uh, Strong's H5012, Nava, that the Lord would just use us through His prophetic inspiration, that the Holy Spirit would just tap us on the shoulder and say, hey, pay attention, or hey, look over this way, or something's wrong, you know, with with this person. I I think, you know, you need to show them a little love or give them some attention. And so, you know, I I talk about prophetic evangelism. I know years ago, I, uh, in the late 90s, had subscribed to an email list called the Elijah List that a lot of you may be familiar with. And that was the first time that someone had really communicated to me prophetic evangelism. And it just revolutionized the way I thought. It just showed me that that the Holy Spirit is our God. He's the one that shows us how to fulfill the Great Commission. Uh, I'm thinking of a quote right now. My husband did mission trips and went up through uh, campus outreach under Bill Bright. And uh, Bill Bright has a quote. He said, There is no higher calling or greater privilege known to man than being involved in helping fulfill the Great Commission. And so the way we do that is through prophetic evangelism. Uh, That's one of the ways we do that, modeled by Jesus. Just like uh, Pastor Shane was given the opportunity to minister to this little boy. You know, what he thought was a, a disruption in his day actually turned out to be very prophetically significant in his life. The Lord was using him to minister to this little boy at a most critical time in his life. And so I want to be more aware. I want to be more aware as I go through my day for the Lord to use me. You know, I've given stories uh, on some of my other episodes of how the Lord would just either allow me to hear or the Lord would allow me to see, or it would just be a general perception of, of the Lord, you know, just heightening my awareness about a situation. And sometimes it even comes in the form of a knowing. I'll just know, hey, Something's wrong with this person. I need to I need to pay attention and let the Lord speak to me. And that's when I just say, Lord, show me. You know, show me. Why am I so drawn to this person right now? You know, what are you trying to say to me? And so I would just encourage you to sharpen your spiritual senses. And um, I hope you've enjoyed the interview. I highly recommend that you get this book. Uh, I look forward to all the future books that uh, he has uh, going to write. He's been such a blessing in my life and my family's life. And so I would encourage you to get the book. The web address is flowchurch.tv. And so I hope you have a wonderful week and I hope you are able to.
to be uh, more perceptive of what the Lord is speaking to you or showing you as you go forward in your week. Thank you and have a blessed week. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and consider giving through patreon.com slash the practical prophetic. All proceeds will continue to fund this podcast and thank you for listening. And also, if you would like to send me an email, you can do so at bethwingate at aim.com. That's bethwingate, B-E-T-H-W-I-N-G-A-T-E at aim, A-I-M dot com. Bethwingate at aim.com. Once again, thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe and have a blessed day.